Hey guys, welcome to Fiction Fixation. We're your hosts. I'm Courtney. And I'm Rose. And this week we are going to be talking about a movie on Netflix called Catching Feelings. We sure are. <laughs> Listen, oh, this was rated one of the best rom-coms really on netflix yes wow that's that's interesting to me because i I don't feel like it's a rom-com it's an interesting movie but i don't feel like it Mm -hmm. was a rom-com did you feel like it was a rom-com i didn't really feel like it was a rom-com i felt more like it was like a rom-drama it's set in south africa right yeah it's set in south africa and i knew that before they even said it because all of their accents sound like trevor noah yeah The movie follows Max and Sam, and they're a married couple. But you can tell right away that they are having a whole bunch of issues. Also, Max. So Max is a professor. He is a distinguished gentleman. You know what? I'm going to call Cap on that because I feel like Max is just a pretentious asshole. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Max is a pretentious asshole. However, Max does not think he's a pretentious asshole. He thinks that he is a well educated professor who is fancy and has a nice house and a beautiful wife like max doesn't think there's he doesn't think he has any red flags the thing too is like it's really annoying when someone thinks that they're the smartest person in the room and then they like to belittle Mm -hmm. other people it's like yes you're not the smartest person in the room you're just the biggest asshole because everyone can think of a way to make someone look stupid. It doesn't mean you should do it. Like, Max, you're just talking the loudest. Yeah, he's just talking the loudest. Sam, the wife, she is telling Max how, you know, she has this interview, you know, with this really rich guy to do some writing for him or about him and that she was going to go meet him. You know, Max is like, he's going to try to fuck you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's the first place. Like, your wife is excited about a job opportunity And your first comment is, he's going to try to fuck you. Do you know what it feels like right now? It feels like we are sitting in on the therapy session that Max needs. Max needs to go to fucking therapy, but he won't. And so here we are discussing the inner workings of his lame-ass brain. Isn't this women everywhere with toxic men? Like, women everywhere are going to therapy for men who won't. No, we're definitely like, but here's the thing. He's never going to hear, you know, like he's never going to read the benefits of this therapy session because he's never going to go to therapy. Yeah. You can tell Max is sort of an alcoholic. I mean, but is he in the beginning or does he turn into one? I definitely feel like it's starting to get out of control and his wife can see it. And he also seems to have a problem spending a lot of money. At one point, they all went out to dinner with all their friends and Mm -hmm. the bill was over a thousand dollars and he tried to pay it. And I'm like, listen, this is a pet peeve of mine. If I'm going out to dinner with a group of people, we are not splitting the check. Everyone's paying for what they bought. You know, like Mm -hmm. I hate that shit. Like, don't put people in those positions because you don't know what people's like financial like state is like maybe someone went out to dinner with their friends but they only got like a water and a small side salad because they don't have any money and all of you got drinks and you know whatever and then you want to split the bill like don't do that that pisses me off so frank and i uh we had a friend back in louisville who would constantly try to pay for things and it was just it was uncomfortable like it was he was trying to be kind 
but it was still just made everybody so uncomfortable when they're like, oh, no, I got it. I got it. Because then you feel like you need to get it next time. Right. So here we are. Max is an insecure, condescending. Oh, also, (laughs) he's really condescending. Like, he's really condescending. Max, you need to stop being so emotional. He is very, oh, God, I just didn't like him. He's not a very likable character. His wife is very likable, and Mm -hmm. his friends are very likable, but Max Mm -hmm. himself is not very likable. And I think it's because he just oozes insecurity. Like, he has the opposite of the of the big dick energy like what's the opposite of that can we coin a small dick energy sde shrimp dick energy he has like a reptile dysfunction energy and he really does put a pin in that put a pin in that because it comes up later it definitely comes up so max has been going out drinking a little bit and then he is at like a bar slash restaurant Mm -hmm. And this other really big writer who is very vocal about being a South African and this white man, his name is Heiner, but we're going to call him old white man. Oh, my God. That's how I have him on my notes, too. Yeah. So (laughs) old white man is he is famous. He is popular. He is likable. And he's very vocal about the experience of being a South African. Yeah. But what? When we say old white man, like, you have to realize that he is a little bit hot. Like, he's not granddad, but he's, like, dad with teenagers. Older man with teenagers. Yeah, but in actuality, this old white man, I don't think he's ever been married. He just seems like the eternal bachelor, and he's a big partier. I mean, he's kind of like the stereotype mm-hmm. of the writer, essentially. Like, he's a straight-up alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He reminds me a lot of the writer from The Fault in Our Stars, only not cruel. Oh, my God, you're right. So, yeah, so the writer in the movie The Fault in Our Stars, he was a huge douchebag, really, like, entitled. Like, you could tell he just thought he was a big deal. But this guy is also likable. This guy is nice. He's charming. He's definitely charming. And you can see it because everywhere he goes, he makes friends. And he makes friends with Max, which is like, mm-hmm. it's not easy to make make friends with Max because Max is so unlikable. He does. He makes friends with Max. And literally everything Max says just seems to roll right off old white dude's shoulders. Yeah. Whereas other people would, like, get annoyed and leave. Mm-hmm. And they do. <laughs> he just doesn't really take Max seriously. I feel like he's just kind of like, oh, you're cute with your opinions. Yeah, he absolutely doesn't. And Max is very upset at old white dude for becoming famous for essentially publicizing the South African experience Mm -hmm. as a white man. Which, again, like I said, Max has a lot of valid points, but the way he sort of presents them, just nobody, even Max's friends don't want to hear it. Yeah, because the thing is, like... You're a writer, like use your voice. You know what I mean? You have a lot to say, use your voice. Mm -hmm. But what he's doing with his life is spending his time being angry at people who are using their voice and pointing at them and being like, you're not doing it right. Well, if you don't think they're doing it right, then go do it better. Yeah. Well, and like we said, old white dude just, he doesn't give a shit that Max is a rude, condescending prick. So Max stays up all night drinking with the old white guy. And they kind of form mm-hmm. this unlikely friendship. 
But his wife isn't happy about it because he has class the next day and he goes to class drunk. And she's just like, dude, you're in your fucking Mm -hmm. 30s. Like, get your shit together. His wife's like, all right, well, I have this interview. I have to go earn back, you know, all the money you spent last night. Like, literally, he had brought up, like, children. Right. And she's like, we can barely afford to pay our bills. We're probably going to have to sell the house because you spent too much money. Right. Like, he's talking about settling down further. And she's like, how are we going to settle down further? We are barely making it with just the two of us. He's like, oh, yeah, we'll make it work. Listen, Max, I hate you. I know you're a fictional character, but I just want to punch you right in the throat. And that's fair. But... One of Max's students, she's a very attractive woman, and he teaches college, which mm-hmm. has got to, he, he's a college professor. Right. But also, still, fucking your students, especially when you're married, is really frowned upon. There's just multiple layers of nope. You know, there's like, you are in a position of power over mm-hmm. your subordinate. That's a nope. You're fucking married. There's the age difference. I'm sorry, what's the age difference between you and Mr. Rose? He's only five years older than me. Stop being a creep. (laughs) We were like at the same level in in college. Like I was a sophomore and he was a sophomore. Like we were like at the same. I mean, like, well, you were in eighth grade when he was graduating from high school. I know. He was in pre-K when I was born. Do they have pre-K in Russia? Probably not. He was already <laughs> fighting bears and drinking vodka when you were <laughs> born. <laughs> so you you have this very attractive student who is obviously flirting with Max. Obviously. She is batting her eyes. She's doing like the cute little like Mr. I mean, I'm sorry, Max. Yeah. Oh, what what do I call you? I'm going to call you by your first name. And she knows he's married. Throw her in the trash. Pick her up and throw her in the trash. Oh, she gives him her manuscript. She's like, if you could, can you please read this? And like any feedback is appreciated. And first of all, I want to be like, honey. Listen, the first thing you ever write, you should dig a six foot hole, bury it in there and just tuck it deep inside. Yeah, just hold that close to your heart and never share it with the world. (laughs) Set it on fire and eat the ashes. Set it on fire so you guys can be, so your ashes can be spread together when you die. (laughs) Like, listen, I am not exaggerating. Rose and I are not exaggerating. The first thing you ever write... It's going to be so bad. So bad. And listen, like the first th- the first thing I ever wrote to completion, I was like, this is so groundbreaking, so thrilling. They'll never see this plot twist coming at the end. I'm a fucking genius. And the plot twist of every young writer's story, it was a dream. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. No way. It was a dream. Yes. That's awesome. Um, so, okay. This is where Max's life starts going downhill. It's been going downhill, like kind of like one baby step at a time. Uh But when he starts hanging out with the old white guy and really drinking his face off every single night, Mm -hmm. shit starts getting real very fast. It all sort of starts to reach a boiling point when it's the night of the wife's besties poetry reading 
and she's like, I really want you to come. Like, why can you not just come and support my best friend? Right. And the husband's like, oh, I told you. Like, you even said it yourself. I've been drunk all week. I just want to stay home and chill. Right. Max feels bad. And so he changes his mind and he calls his wife back and he tells her, you know what? I was wrong. Which, first of all, like, thank you for admitting it. Right. He's like, I was wrong. If it's important to you that I come to this poetry reading, then I'll come. Well, this seems like a step in the right direction, but the problem is that Max ends up going drinking instead. Like, how the fuck do you, like, you mean to do the right thing? You set everything up Mm -hmm. to go in the right direction, and then you turn around and you jump off a bridge. You know, old white dude is like, hey, Max, um, why don't you come, you know, come over to this place um, I think it's like his like apartment or whatever. Like, come over to my apartment. It's like a house party, yeah. And he invites yeah. him over. He's like, look, if you're going to this boring ass poetry session, you should come have a couple drinks. And Max is like, you know what? I've done the calculation in my head, and the math checks out. I should go drink first. And so he he goes out drinking first. The student who's been flirting with him is there. Yeah, well, he kind of sees it right away when he gets to the place. He sees that there are students of his there, including the one he's attracted to. And he tells old white guy like, oh, I don't know if I should be doing this with, you know, there's students here. And the old white guy is like, come on, dude, like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Tell me why Max ends up doing drugs with his students. They pass the cocaine to him and he's like, oh, you know, no, no, thank you. They're like, what do you mean? Like, have you ever done any drugs? And he's like, you know, I smoke, I've smoked weed, you know, like I've done that. And they're like, oh, how cute. Now have some crack. (laughs) (laughs) Now snort this coke. Just take it right up the anus. Can you do coke like that? I don't know, but I feel like someone has tried. Like I can't sit here right now and say with certainty that no one has tried snorting coke up their butthole. I feel like I'm going to phone a friend. Do you know who my friend is that knows everything? Hmm. Google. I'll just text Google. But you know what? Can you imagine I Google this and then something happens to me and then they're like, uh, on June 7th, she Googled, can I snort crack up the bowl? <laughs> like, what was she into? Hold on. She's typing. Courtney. <laughs> what did she say? Hold on. She's still typing. She's like, you know what? Just don't do coke. Just, you know, that's that's what we need to walk away from is probably don't do coke. But Max does coke with his students. Um, Then he starts making out with his student. Yeah, it goes downhill very quickly. Um, The old white guy goes into another room and he the old white guy is having like a threesome with two young girls. And Max is Uh making out with the girl that he's attracted to motherfucker you are goddamn married like i swear to you i feel like i put a hex through the screen i want his penis to fall off but it did something better he he can tell that the equipment is malfunctioning you know he can't get hard and i feel like hard this is a hex he has limp dick and he gets up and she's like are you not attracted to me oh my god he's like no 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 I am. And she's like, are you, are you sure? Like, you know, like she's kind of disappointed that she doesn't get to put this old dude's dick in her mouth. I know, girl. Come on. Get some standards. Like, God, you could do so much. But you could have all the power, girl. Like, you could have all the power and you are demeaning yourself for. Listen, I just want to tell you, your married professor is not it. Yeah, that's not the epitome. 
he runs to the bathroom and he's like Googling like cocaine impotency, um, cocaine limp dick, cocaine soft dick, cocaine equals no hard on, um, cocaine equals no shebang. Like he's Googling all this shit just to get confirmed that cocaine does in fact sometimes cause your dick to not work. I feel like I just saw a light bulb appear over your head and you're going to start spiking your husband's drinks with cocaine before he goes out with the boys. <laughs> what? Where did that come from? Oops. You know what? Like there, are, I could do way worse than that. But my friend also, nev- my husband never goes out with friends. You're like, I don't have to worry about that. He has no friends. Well, you know what? I'm sure you can do cocaine via asshole. Um, because that's how like people try to smuggle cocaine. They like double balloon it and put it in their butt. Well, then also you've heard of girls that like soak tampons with alcohol and put it up their butt so they can get like drunk without the calories. I've never heard of that. You've never heard of that? No, I've never heard of alcohol tampons and ass. That was like a thing, I feel like, in like the early 2000s. You know, you could always just take your large diva cup and fill it with vodka. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is next level. Listen, I want to say we do not recommend any of this. This is bad, bad stuff. No, this is dangerous. You will die. Yeah, you, you will, will die, die, and then the coroner will be taking out the diva cup with a shot of vodka in it and be like, what the fuck was going on? And then they have to put it on your medical report, and then your parents will have to look over the autopsy report where it says she had a tampon soaked in rum up her butthole, and she had a diva cup full of vodka up her vagina. She just was double fisting herself. She was double fisting <laughs> I don't know how much of this is, if any, is going to leave it all sometimes Anyways. sometimes i don't know how bad it is until i listen to it again with a sober mind what you're gonna do is you're gonna cut all this shit that you say out yeah and then you're just gonna re-edit it to be like courtney from fiction fixation recommends shoving <laughs> rum soaked tampons up your booty hole what you just said i'm gonna cut that in as a commercial sponsored by tampax <laughs> sponsored by tampax Tampox is like, get my wife's name out your fucking mouth. (laughs) So, you know, he has limp dick and then he goes to leave the party and just hears screaming. Yes. So the girls that were having a threesome with the old white guy are screaming because the old white guy freaking passed out or something yeah they thought he was dead yeah i mean he looks dead so they have to call 911 and i'm thinking like oh this is where the husband gets caught because mm-hmm. he has to call an ambulance and i don't know but i feel like his wife doesn't ask follow-up questions because next thing you know the doctors at the hospital are like oh this old white guy can't go home alone he needs to he needs to be around people because he's still kind of in danger Mm-hmm. And so Max is like, okay, I'll ask my wife if he can stay with us. Yeah. And then you see Max and his wife at a cafe and you can tell she is pissed. She is pissed, Courtney, but she's not asking questions. I think that she kind of stopped asking questions because she knows that Max is just going to lie or evade them. I don't know that he lies, but he definitely he definitely doesn't tell the truth, which is, I yeah, guess, he's lying. <laughs> yeah. And the wife says yes. And first of all, I'd have been like, no, 
No, this is a fucking lutely not. Well, isn't this guy a famous writer? He doesn't have anyone else to stay with except the guy he's been like friends with for a week. It makes no sense. Max ends up taking old white dude home. And to be honest, old white dude and wife kind of hit it off like friendship wise. Well, because the old white guy is very charming. Like he is a charming guy. He gets along with everyone. But the thing that I couldn't get over is the fact that this guy supposedly almost died. And then the very next scene, he's he's like having drinks on the couch, like in their kitchen like he's totally fine again and i'm like i'm sorry go home like what are you doing in my house if you're fine old white dude also has like zero boundaries when it comes to the things he wants to discuss mm-hmm. he has zero boundaries he just wants to talk about sex and talk about sex all the time yeah dude i mean the fact that max brought this man into his house after he spent a week or two hanging out with him and seeing him screw everything that moved, that was stupid. <laughs> that was dumb. Well, and see, and Max's wife is very attractive. She is hot. Uh, yeah, she... Sam is way out of Max's league, and she could legit do better than him. Old white guy and Max's wife have become good friends in the couple mm-hmm. days that he's been, like, living with them. They basically, like, drink all night long and hang out. And I'm like, it's inappropriate. First of all, she's coming across as a hypocrite, Max's uh, wife, because she just spent Mm -hmm. the past week and a half giving him shit about drinking too much. And now she's getting shit-faced drunk every night. Yes. Max has to go out of town. I don't understand why Max had to go out of town. I don't know if it was for like a conference or... Yeah, so Max had... um, It was some sort of like... um, It wasn't a conference, but it was some sort of like speech or something, like a professor thing, like some sort of professor thing. Mm -hmm. And so Max goes out of town and leaves his wife with old white dude. I don't think he feels good about it. I think he stopped feeling good about it a while before. And this is why communication is important in relationships because you could tell that Max was already not feeling comfortable with his wife spending so much time with this this old white guy, but he wasn't saying anything. Mm-hmm. But he's not communicating this to his wife. Yeah, so, you know, Max is at this conference and he is kind of freaking out because he left his super hot wife with charismatic old dude. So Max calls his friend and was like, hey, dude, I need you to go and hang out with my wife and old white dude and wife's bestie and make sure he doesn't fuck her. So he's somewhere else and all he can think about is his wife hooking up with old white guy Mm -hmm. but instead of communicating he's sending his friend to be like fbi agent friend calls max from the bar and is like hey my dude i'm here you know i don't think you have anything to worry about you know like i think it's fine and max is like go home with them tell her you're too drunk to go back to your place he's like well first of all i am too drunk to drive Second of all, my place is closer than yours. Yeah. So his friend kind of ignores him and doesn't go home with them. Mm -hmm. And the next thing that happens, I'm still like a little confused by because there's a scene where you see like Max's wife and old white guy like dancing Mm -hmm. and then falling into bed and having sex. But then Max wakes up. And so I'm Mm -hmm. like, and I think this was purposeful, like the way it was edited to where you're like, did this happen or was it a nightmare? 
I think it was a nightmare. Okay. I think that it was a nightmare. And that's why Max woke up like in cold sweats. Part I want to feel bad for him, but I also want to be like, you did this to yourself. No, he totally did. He orchestrated this situation. And mm-hmm. so Max kind of loses his mind and he like secretly buys a flight to come back home and his Mm -hmm. wife calls him and is like hey uh what's going on like you took money out of the account and it was for the flight but he lies and say and says it's it was for something else he's just getting in really deep with his lies and like paranoia well and then he gets back and he gets a hotel room he he like Puts on like jeans and tennis shoes and a hoodie and a beanie. And he tries to break into his own fucking house to like catch them in bed together. Yeah. Well, the alarm goes off. The police comes. He runs away from the police. He ends up sleeping in the park. I'm just like, dude, rock bottom, rock bottom. Yeah. And then his friend calls him and was like, hey, dude, I think you need to get home. Somebody tried to break into your house last night. And he's like, yeah, uh, it was me. That, I tried to. That was me. I tried to break into the house. Guilty as charged. <laughs> and his friend's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, God. So Max comes clean to his friend about it. And his friend almost immediately rats him out. And the wife comes to the friend's house to have like a come to Jesus moment with Max. Mm-hmm. And this is where everything kind of comes out. She's like. You tried to break into our fucking house to catch me in bed with old white dude? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I mean, she doesn't, like, deny that anything happened, but I think she's being indignant. Like, I can't believe you think that I would do that. But I'm also like, but but did you? (laughs) No, I think she does eventually be like, no, nothing happened. When him and his wife are having this conversation, Max says, can you blame me? I've... I've spent time with this guy and I've seen him fuck everything that moves. He was like, the night he died, he was fucking like people. Uh huh. And his wife is like, what were you doing? And I'm like, oh, what were you doing, Max? She was like, while he was in the room, in the other room, fucking other people, what were you doing? And Max, it just silence. And sometimes I feel like women want answers. And sometimes, mm-hmm. girl, the answer is the silence. The answer is the silence, but also, like, he could either tell the truth or lie. And by being silent, you are telling the truth. Yeah. What's he going to be like? I was in the bathroom Googling if cocaine can cause my dick to not work. Like, that's what he was doing. But then she'll be like, why did you need your dick working? He had an alibi. It's just that alibi incriminated him further. (laughs) Yeah. And so at this point, you know, they're not in a good place. Their marriage is not in a good place. No. And she says it. She's like, we have trust issues. She actually says, like, we need to take a break. Like, they essentially Mm -hmm. split up over this. And you know what? Good riddance. Yeah. It needed to happen. Yeah. Well, and then Max goes to confront old white dude. Well, old white dude is like, you know what? I can see that I've outstayed my welcome. I should have left already. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not helping your marital issues. And Max is like, did you fuck my wife? Dude, the way... So old white guy proceeds to, like, basically gaslight Max. He's like, oh, that's the problem with your generation. You're obsessed with sex. I'm like, sir, that is not an answer. 
you are obsessed with sex. You fuck everything. That's all you talk about is fucking. (laughs) But not just that. The way he's gaslighting him, like he's not answering him. And so finally, old white guy is like, no, I didn't fuck your wife. And then almost immediately after he goes, but maybe I did. And I'm like, what are you trying to accomplish here? Like, what are you trying to do? Old white dude goes, you know, Sam said no. I said no. Why can't you just be happy and accept that and move on? It's one of those things where I'm like, I'm still not getting an answer here. No, he's not. And this is why, Courtney, I am like suspicious of that scene of like, was that a dream sequence or did it happen? Because why would the old white guy like, why would he be so flaky about it? You know, like they're friends. Like, why can't he just say, no, I didn't sleep with your wife. I, you know, I think, I don't think that they slept together, but I do think old white dude was a little caught, like caught off guard and was provoking Max just because Max even insinuated because old white dude was like, I would never do that to you. Like we're friends. Like I'll fuck other people's wives, (laughs) but not my friend's wives. Right. That's where I draw the line. I am, I am of the lowest moral fiber but i wouldn't fuck your wife okay well he is definitely provoking max and it works because max ends up punching him in the face and then he has to get escorted off of campus max loses his job over this shit Uh uh-huh which honestly like first of all like old white dude kind of deserved it he deserved the punch but at the end of the day i feel like max didn't really get an answer and so old white dude's bleeding max lost his job And the closing scene is really where Max and his wife are done packing up the house. She's going to Japan to start this new job. Um, She's like this high power, like executive. She has like a credit card for the company. And yeah, like she's going to live like all expenses paid in Japan. And she's super excited. You know what? Good for you, girl. Marriages are like pancakes. There's no shame in throwing the first one out, you know? Yeah, there's no shame in throwing the first one out. <laughs> like, but... sometimes you get lucky and the first one is is good. But if it's not yeah. good, you know what? Walk away. Put it in the trash. Just literally pick up the man and throw him in the trash. Because <laughs> this man is trash. <laughs> Max took his last box out to the car and he was asking if she needed help with her stuff or if you know, she had it covered. And she's like, oh, no, I have it covered. Like, the movers are coming to get it. They're kind of on, like, what I get from that last scene is that even though their marriage is obviously over, you could tell Mm -hmm. that they're kind of ending it on good terms. They're just kind of hit the realization that it's run its course and that they're not right for each other. That's not what I got from it. Really? I got got that they were separating and... He says, you know, I have bonbon tickets, you know, in the golden circle. Mm-hmm. I don't want to brag, but they're a little hard to come by. And bonbon is his brother's band or stage name. And he's like, you know, did you want to go see them with me? And she's like, mm. and they had talked about like long distance phone calls, letters and stuff. So I feel like they're actually going back to dating each other. Mm. Taking a step back to the dating. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if that's, like, really possible. You know, maybe it's not, but I appreciate that they realized what we're doing is going to lead to disaster. Let's take a step back. Right. And. Yeah. Try something different. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, I asked you to bring me an asshole and you brought me two assholes. And I guess I did this. You're welcome. (laughs) I guess I did this to myself. And it's not as satisfying as I thought it would be because he's not likable. He's not old white dude as likable. I know. Like, I feel like if old white dude was the main character in a way, like maybe. We would be like, but she knew who he was. (laughs) Like, she knew he was a whore. Yeah. Girl, I have to say, I I don't know how to feel about this movie. It felt like a little pretentious, like it was trying to be more than it was. I feel like going in, it was a little misleading, especially with the title, like Catching Feelings. Because what I thought was going to happen was I thought, like, this is a married couple. They're in a rut. I thought the husband was going to start an affair with his mm-hmm. student, which, like, I feel like we were robbed of the consequences of that. Because, like, mm-hmm. if you're going to have a sexual encounter with your student, you need to face the fucking awkwardness of going back and standing in front of the, mm-hmm. like, blackboard and having to look that student in the eye and feeling awkward as shit and watching her whisper to her friends about how your dick doesn't get hard and feeling embarrassed. Like, we were robbed of that. You like, We were robbed of her going to administration. Yeah. Fuck around and find out. And he didn't find out. He didn't find out. He totally fucked around. I feel like what we're saying is that we wanted his life to crash and burn with a little more pizzazz. Yeah. If I'm going to be sad, (laughs) I'm going to do it with pizzazz. Have you heard that sound? I have. Yeah. I love it. It feel like it's I feel like it's us. I feel like we are sad with pizzazz. All right, guys. Well, that's it. That's all we've got. The teapot is empty for today. Don't worry. More is brewing and on the way. We'll be back next week with a new episode and hopefully a more likable asshole. Yeah, I am. I'm holding out hope. <laughs> a better asshole. A better asshole. One that can take a tampon full of vodka. Okay. Rum. Rum. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye.